there, and welcome to the Jill Cruz podcast. This is Jill Cruz. So today I had just a mind-blowing conversation with my friend and colleague, Michelle Yasuda. Michelle is a life coach, but oh, she's so much more. (laughs) I mean, she's a life coach on steroids, but in a good way. And we had such an amazing conversation because it was really important for Michelle to talk about integrity. And we, we talked about what is integrity and it's about being aligned with yourself, with who you are at your core, with your essence. And when you are aligned with your essence, that's when you are living in integrity and all of the wonderful things that occur in life when you do that. So Michelle shares some of her experiences with that. And we talk about how do we know if we're out of alignment and what to do when that happens and knowing that it's going to happen a lot. And that's just part of the journey, you know, forgiving and loving ourselves no matter what. But that entire conversation around integrity and knowing who we are is just, it's phenomenal. It's important. It's really, really important for all of us to understand what that means. And that is where we Uh, live a life that is fulfilling and satisfying and happy. After the recording, Michelle said to me a term that I was trying to describe and she said, oh, I call that calm aliveness. And I thought, oh man, I love that term, calm aliveness. But how do we get that? How do we get that calm aliveness? That is about from living in integrity, living aligned with who you are and knowing that it's not always perfect, but just having that awareness. And we talk about different practices you can do to connect with yourself. Great, great, simple practices that you can do. So I think you're really going to enjoy this amazing, amazing episode. And please share with your friends. Hello, Michelle. Thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today. Oh, thank you, Jill. It is totally my pleasure. So excited. I I love the work you're doing in the world, and I feel excited to have a conversation with you. Oh, thank you. I love the work that you do as well. And Mm. yeah, I'm also super excited. And I I think people who are listening are going to find out why very soon, why I'm so excited. (laughs) Because they're going to hear you speaking. And or they're going to hear us co-creating probably is more of a a better, better way of putting it. So we're going to talk about lots of fun things today. And uh, the first thing that I want, you know, just from our pre-talk a little bit, the thing that I wanted to start with is the word integrity, because mm-hmm. you, you said it several times. And so let's talk about integrity. What, what does that mean? Mm. Well, to me, I, I have to say this is where I will bring up my mentor, Katie Hendricks, and learning what she uh, describes integrity it totally resonates with what I landed on myself, but didn't have the words for. And, and it's really about being in our wholeness. That's really, you know, there's a definition, but when it comes down to it, it's about, I am in my wholeness. My essence is expressing directly. That's what I feel integrity means for me. Okay. So you're in your wholeness and your essence. So what is essence? Mm, yeah. Who I truly am. So the, I, I think of it like the essential self. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's, it's who I am. It's who I, who I maybe cover what, what got covered up 
over time. Maybe as a child, I got told, like for me, I can go right to what are some of the stories that I began to live from that really were not in my wholeness, weren't coming from essence. And one of them is being too much. And so mm. too, too loud. I grew up in New Jersey. And one of my favorite stories is I, I met a friend of my cousins in Ohio and the person stuck out their hand and said, oh, I, I heard you're from New Jersey. You must be loud. And, <laughs> and I was like, that, what? You know? <laughs> and, you know, and the truth is what I have, what I've been able to own is, yeah, hey, I grew up in a, in a culture where I was allowed to say what, or, or it was allowed to be all of us. And so sometimes that might be loud. Sometimes that might feel loud for people, but it's in alignment with who I am. And what I noticed too is the loud part of me sometimes was not my true self. It was a persona. It was a, a protection, a role I was playing, mm-hmm. the Jersey girl role or something like that, where I'm or a tough, tough girl or something like that. Where and that's that wasn't quite who I was. So sometimes when I was showing up as loud, hmm, that wasn't really my true self. And mm. what's the difference between that? When I'm actually in my wholeness, that might feel big for people, and when I'm maybe a little edgy, that that isn't quite in alignment with my with myself. That was a long mm-hmm. answer to what you asked. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. So we all have essence, a, a who we are at our core. And then I um, have studied the work of Katie Hendricks as well. And I consider her to be a mentor as well. And I I had heard about the term ego, but I didn't really understand what that meant. Mm -hmm. And I like the way they describe that persona. And I think that we, we all have these personas or these roles that we play they're protective, but they're, they're kind of different. Explain a little bit about that, the the relationship between the persona and the essence. Yeah. Oh gosh. And it's so, and I'm so glad that you're bringing it up as a relationship because every persona has essence at the core of it. So this is a great Mm. example. We'll go with, so maybe my, I'll call it Jersey girl. I'll just for the Mm -hmm. heck of it. And, and so if I have this Jersey girl and she has certain qualities so she really shows up. She might, uh, she might be a little rebellious. She might be someone says something and she's saying the opposite of or something like that. Well, what's the quality that's truly me underneath that? And, oh, well, I have a lot of passion and mm-hmm. a lot of joy that wants a lot of aliveness that wants to come through. So at the core of that Jersey girl is a real truth, like a real truth that I love living life fully. I really enjoy that. And I have a mind of my own. I, I'm very clear on my own yeses and nos and what is, what's true for me. That's sacred to me. And so Jersey Girl has that at the core. And what I really want is for Michelle to be coming, like all of those parts of me to come through directly. So the part of me that can speak my mind, let that through without a filter of rebel who's buffering it, who's, who's uh-huh. kind of keeping me from feeling the fear of what it, what it feels like to actually be truthful in the moment. Uh-huh. Because when I was a little girl, I got taught that uh, speaking up in the moment, you know, sometimes that's not like, no, don't say that, that might hurt so-and-so's feelings. So we don't talk about those things in front of so-and-so because 
they don't like to talk about those things. So now I've got this like, oh, this, this clash that's going on inside of me. I like to be real. It's natural for me to be real. And someone just told me that's not right for the world around me. So there's, there's the birth of, of a persona that a way of like, how can I protect myself, make sure that I'm safe at the same time as showing up in the world. And yeah, so that, does that resonate? Yeah. So, I mean, I think if I could think of it simplistically, we all have essence, we all have personas and our personas can maybe not always, but oftentimes have this, the root is something that is us, that is truly us. And it's maybe manifesting in a kind of funny way that could sometimes be good. Like I can imagine that Jersey girl persona can be very useful at times. And then, you know, if she gets a little too Jersey-esque or whatever, I don't know, I'm from New York, so I feel like I can say (laughs) this, you know, but, you know, maybe sometimes she can be rude or, you know, sometimes it can go into like a a more negative uh, way. But Mm -hmm. the point is that it's useful for us to understand that we all develop these tools really to cope in the world. And sometimes there are really positive things about them and sometimes things that can cause us trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Katie and Gay Hendricks do put into categories, the troublesome ones, and then the ones Uh that get us the goodies. So actually, it's funny when you brought up rude, I was thinking, yes, in certain circumstances, I would let that side of myself out, but not too much. What Uh more so comes out is the be nice persona. Yeah. He's very nice and she's going to make everybody so happy. And inside I might be boiling with rage or whatever might be happening under there, like discomfort or fear or whatever it is. So, yeah. So when you, when you said that, that's what made it, it's funny that that's what bubbled up for me is, Mm -hmm. oh yeah. Then there's the counter to it. That is, you know, where we hide it, we can hide in big ways and we can hide in, in those ways that we're, we're pushing down the energy. And one of the things that I like to say is that energy has to move. Mm. It's going to move. So if I'm suppressing something, it's going to come out. And with personas, I've heard Katie say it comes out sideways. And Uh and that's how I, you know, so it's like, am I expressing directly or am I expressing through a side, some, like you said, I forget how you said it, but it's coming out in funny, in funky ways, funny ways. Yeah. 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 So it's important for us to be aware of this, right? Like, Mm -hmm. how do we know? And you talked, you, we started talking about integrity and about being real and true to yourself. And in order to do that, actually, in order to have, to live with integrity, you have to know yourself, right? That's what I'm getting from what you're saying. If I don't know who I am at my core, and if I don't know that these personas are here for a bunch of different reasons, right? Like for me, I feel like a big persona that I've had is I, I, uh, it's funny. We were, we have a group from a course that we did with, you know, Katie Hendricks and uh, the re the reweaving group. And we still meet. And one of the, somebody said something like, well, it feels dangerous for me to be seen, to be, you know, in the, in the spotlight, getting a lot of attention, it feels scary and dangerous for that person. And I said, well, actually for me, it's opposite. Like it feels dangerous to not get attention. Mm. So that's more for me, like a persona that I have is, you know, being very 
talkative, raising my hand and, you know, in class and, and, you know, always trying to be the center of attention. And so I know, I know that about myself now that there's some good stuff in that. And then mm-hmm. sometimes it does get a little wonky, but that, that part of me that just wants to connect, mm. you know, connect with other human beings and feel love and feel attention. That's, that's me at my core. So over the past couple of years, I've found that about myself, but it's not an easy journey. Is there something that do you mm. have, like, if someone's listening and they're going, well, how do I know what's my essence and what's my true self and what's a persona? Yeah. Yeah. It's such a good question. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. That's so good. Well, so it is a big question and there, it's a skill. I think, first of all, it becomes a practice for the rest of our lives. So for me, I commit to living from essence. So I step into the mm-hmm. pool of, oh, I want to live and be true. I want to be real. And so what does it mean to be real? Okay. So I, I have this overall commitment that I that I bring with me through my life. So, well, now I need to know what's real for me. How do I know what's real? Mm. So for me, the, the gateway in was learning how to breathe properly. So oh. I was like most people that are walking around on the, on, you know, at least in our culture who are moving fast through the world or uh, maybe moving really slow through the world, but not actually present in this very moment. And a lot of that has to do with not breathing properly. And I would mm-hmm. hold my breath a lot and la 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 get it la la <laughs> and now I learned how to breathe down deep into my belly and the beautiful breathing practices that I learned from Gay Hendricks, who's an incredible uh, teacher of breath work and other methods that I've woven into my life. That to me was the gateway to getting to know myself. Mm-hmm. So to really feel myself in the present moment, the other I've already alluded to, which is pace. So our pace that we can move through in the world that's connected to our essence. And so how do I know I'm moving at my essence pace? How do I know, okay, well, do I feel good in my body right now? How do I, how do I actually feel? Do I feel, can I see the room around me? Can I be with you, Jill? And feel your energy as well as have a connection to my own breath. So those are practices that I've been uh, playing with every day for the last seven years, I think it is now. And, and Mm -hmm. so that, that seems like, Oh, so breathing, checking my pace, like really, is that what's going to be? But the truth is the, if I'm not here in myself, in this present moment, Mm -hmm. I can't know what I'm actually feeling. I'm not going to know what I'm actually feeling. I'm because it's like being out of sync, right? Like if I'm moving really quickly and there's a a pace in which my body wants to be moving, but my body's moving at a pace faster than that. It's like being out of sync. And so Mm -hmm. then when I come into, oh, okay, huh, let me breathe. Let me check my pace. Now I'm here and I can say to myself, what do I really want about this? What do I really want? Huh, do I really want to be having this conversation right now? Yeah, I really do. It feels so good. It feels so alive. Right? And and then think about the things that we do on a daily basis that 
people might do on a daily basis um, that they don't really want to be doing. So how about Mm. going to a job that you absolutely hate and not, not knowing what to do? You need the money. This job brings me money, but I absolutely hate this job. So there's an integrity breach there. I'm doing something daily that doesn't actually align with who I am. And so what am I willing to do? What am I willing to give up in order to have what's, what's most precious to me, which is my own aliveness, my own sense of aliveness? Well, I know for myself, that meant walking away from a marriage and uh, breaking up a family. I have three children and about 12 years ago or so, my ex-husband and I decided, okay, we're, this doesn't work anymore. And so that was a huge alignment for me because mm-hmm. every day I was in a relationship that was not actually working. And there was an effect of that. It had an effect on how I was able to show up in the world. So coming into alignment with who we truly are is really the only way to access all of our aliveness. And so sometimes making those tough choices, that was a difficult choice to make. And it brought me into alignment. And one of the things that I love about how it looks like life works, it's how I experience life, is that if I make an integrity move, the universe, life force, whatever you might want to call it, meets me there and and ups the ante. It's like the best matching program ever. I wrote a blog about that once. So I make a move and then I get support for that move. And, and so if I'm willing to take that step, there's always support for that. On the other side of that, there's a whole thing of testing ourselves when we make a commitment to something. So that's a whole nother mm-hmm. topic. But what I do notice is if I really come in alignment with myself, there is a, a grace that I fall in alignment with that then helps me with the next step, the next step, the next step. Wow. Okay. As you were talking, I was thinking about things that I've done or I'm currently doing that feel out of alignment. Mm. Uh, So I kind of want to summarize what I think you said, the breath and the presencing in the body, just being present, kind of paying attention to what's going on in your body, and then also paying attention to the pace, which could be how quickly you're talking or writing or typing or walking or driving, any, any kind of activity, right? Even maybe how quickly you're thinking could be at a pace that's discordant with what you really want. Mm -hmm. So uh, for me, this is a huge, huge one because I actually, when I think about just as we call it, you know, sitting on a park bench and just doing nothing or sitting Mm -hmm. on a beach and doing nothing or sitting on a rock in the woods and just doing nothing, it sounds so appealing to me. And yet, you know, there's so many things I have to get done and I have to do them fast and I better hurry up and get them done. And, and if I don't do them, you know, I got to hurry up and get out of the woods so I can go to. And it's like, <laughs> I very easily move into that fast pace. Mm-hmm. But I know that uh, when I'm aligned with my essence, when I feel, for me, it's a slowing down of the pace most of the time, mm-hmm. uh, the, the pace that's more persona driven, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. That my essence pace, when I'm moving at my essence pace, I feel a sense of ease and relaxation mm. and like, you know, everything's just going to kind of work out. Mm-hmm. And so it's really interesting what you're saying about 
that essence pace and that breath and that awareness in your body is, is these are really powerful tools for us to connect with mm-hmm. who we are at our core and what we really want in life and in this world. I feel like I've just sort of summarized or, or re-said Love what it. you just said, because it's so important and it's, it's simple, but, you know, it's a practice. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we're not going to be it. perfect at it. But the other piece around things that happen, happen, so-called happen to us or are occurring in mm-hmm. our lives that are out of alignment with our essence and what we really want, mm-hmm. that it's easy to talk ourselves into things, I think, right? Like, yes, like you said, you know, the job that you hate, that someone hates is like, well, I need the money. Mm-hmm. But the results of that, or I, you know, I got to stay in this relationship for my kids. Right. That's a big one. Good right. One. Yeah, that's a big one. You know, on the surface, it may feel like the right thing to do and more positive for our lives and everything. But when that creates a discordance between our essence, you know, the essence and what we're doing are at odds, then mm. that's going to lead to unhappiness. But if we do have the courage to kind of take that step, which is, sometimes very scary. A lot of these things are Mm -hmm. very, very scary. That actually, in a way, what happens is maybe on an energetic level, we open up for more possibilities and for things to work out in our favor. And that's, that's so cool. You know, it feels like, like a very friendly, like we live in a friendly world. That's kind of how I feel when you said that. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that, that comes down to that. What are those core we could call them beliefs, but I, I prefer mm-hmm. think of them as what am I actually in a commitment? Like, what are these things that I've decided that I'm willing to commit to for myself? Mm-hmm. And one of them is that I live in a friendly universe. And, mm. and that, you know, and this one right away, you could think well, friendly universe, turn on the news, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. For me, it's, this is at a, the spiritual level and at the life force level, if you want to take spirituality out of it, not talking about the day-to-day stuff. There's lots of stuff that goes on that doesn't feel friendly at all. Can mm-hmm. I be with, like I, what I look at it as, is can I bring the easy to, I have to bring the easy to a life that is full of challenges. And am I, so Gay Hendricks loves to talk about living an easy world. And mm. I, it took me a while to understand. I thought, oh, I want that. I want to, it's on my office actually is welcome to easy world. Love it. Love it. Right. And so I was thinking about it and I realized over time that I need to bring the ease to the world. I bring mm. ease. And how do I do that? By living in my integrity, by committing to a breathing practice meditation I found is, is huge. And again, it doesn't have to be a spiritual practice sitting in silence for a period of time, at least once a day, if not twice a day is incredible for our brains. And, and so for, if, if it's a spiritual act, then there's something deeper going on just for our brains, the sitting down in silence, noticing where the brain drifts to coming back to the breath, let it drift coming back. Every time we're doing that, we're helping that part of our brain that helps us to make choices to get activated. So I'm, I'm actually increasing my ability to have 
willpower. And I, I think of that in a different way than some people use that word, but the power to choose my, my mm-hmm. own choosing and to have the energy to do that. And so those are uh, other tools. So sitting in silence and exercise. Am I, am I using this body? If I'm not in integrity with how I'm treating my body, that's, it's not enough. It's not enough for me to have a great job or have whatever these things. If I'm not taking care of my body, uh, I don't have to tell you that that's not going to work. So there's a, it's for me, I, I look at the, there are certain pillars that I have that are important to me. So I'm looking at how I'm caring about the earth, how I'm caring about what I put in my body. Am I eating consciously? Am I moving? Am I keeping my body moving? And am I in my purpose? Am I here in my, there's a term ikigai, which I absolutely love from Mm -hmm. the Japanese culture and the Okinawan culture. And uh, so am I, am I in my reason for being? And so all Mm -hmm. of those for me, if one of those is out of, out of balance, I'm going to feel the effect of it. And so it's that game of, of that's why it's a practice because I'm going to wake up and go, oh, yesterday I noticed I, I didn't drink enough water or so am I going to shame myself for that? Or am I going to choose to drink more water today? So I highly recommend skip the part where you shame yourself and just recommit <laughs> whatever that is. Right. And just enjoy like, oh yes, today I'm doing this. So um, yeah, there, you said before, we're not going to do it perfectly. If our perfectionist persona is in charge, we're in big trouble. That's that's a really big integrity breach when we let our persona, perfectionist persona, take over. And that's that's been that's been a tough one for me because I have a I, mm-hmm. that was that's pretty deeply woven into my being is getting everything right and my do it right and being clear and all of that kind of stuff. So it's like you asked earlier, how do we know when we're in sync with ourselves? So that's a good example. It's like I can feel myself when I begin to think, am I doing this right? Am I saying the right things? Am I, there's a uh, 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 feeling in the body, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> or am I feeling easy in my body and comfortable and joyful? So our body is talking. Are we listening? And I didn't listen to my body until I met the Hendrix and I learned about body yeah. intelligence. Like, oh, my mind up here is wonderful. I want to keep my intellect. I want to keep all that good stuff but I want to welcome my whole body into me knowing what's right for me, what I want, what's true for me, which might change from day to day. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we have those core truths that don't change. And then there's a whole bunch of things that as we learn and grow that, that, um, that learn and grow too. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I think it's, it can be very subtle too. Now that I'm much more aware in my body, mm. I notice things much more quickly, mm. which is kind of nice because when you do that practice, you can, in the beginning, you may be like, well, I'm not sure, you know, is this a breach of integrity or am I just being a big baby or, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking about like, you know, work, like, well, you know, you could make an argument that, you know, someone could maybe create, even if they're in a work that they hate, maybe you could create an environment that, you know, you could bring your creativity to your work or you can, mm-hmm. you can change the dynamics of your work environment. Like it's not only yeah. about quitting, but it, you know, it's also about creating that environment that works for you. But I, I think that a lot of times that, that out of integrity thing can be very subtle. 
And so mm-hmm. that's why, again, the practice concept and over, you know, you don't have to get it right today. No. Like listen, no. listen to this podcast and now you are, a, you know, an <laughs> expert in integrity and you never have an right. integrity breach. Like that's ridiculous. That's right. Yes. And I'm perfect, I, by the way, at it. <laughs> perfect. I get it right every time. <laughs> New. <laughs> That's my husband. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But and, and and the other piece that for me has just been so profound, like this just takes this conversation to a whole nother level for me, is the fact that when I notice that I'm out of integrity with myself, mm. out of alignment, that it's okay for that to happen. Yes. It's okay. Yes. Yeah. It's okay. Like, you know what? And I've, I've actually taken to saying to myself, like, like this morning I went on my walk, I meditated and then I drive to this beautiful place and somewhere between my meditation and arriving, my persona of like the, the good planner who yeah. like is going to get everything done and, and be really organized and, and just, you know, be really successful. Like, I mean, she's a big one. Yeah. Somehow she came along and started taking over and I could feel it in my body, that nervousness. Like it just mm. felt, you know, my heart was beating. I felt like pressure in my chest. And this is for you listening to mm. some clues. Everybody has to tap into their own body, but uh, this is one way to observe the body is to just notice those physical sensations, like my heartbeat accelerating, a tightness in my chest. I start to clench my jaw. So I'm aware of these physical manifestations of that integrity breach. I love that term. I'm going to start using Mm. that integrity breach. What I did this morning was I said, you know what? (sighs) It's okay that I'm feeling... I'd say a mix between excitement and nervousness. Like I'm, I'm, you know, uh, ambitious, like that ambitious feeling, like, oh, I got to hurry up and create things. Yeah, yeah. It's okay that I feel that. To me, that, that step, that further step of like, okay, I'm aware of what's going on. I feel these changes in my body and I'm going to forgive myself and be kind to myself, even though I'm falling back into these patterns and actually even taking that further step and leaning into it and going, wow, this is something really important to me. I keep yes. going back there because there's something there. What is that? What is that that's bringing me back again and again to this? But I don't think you can ask that question if you're still blaming yourself for, for the air quotes, bad behavior. Right? Like, yes. oh, there I go being busy Jill again, or whatever we want to call the persona. Oh, Jill, you know, you better hurry up and stop that because, you know, you're supposed to be aligned with your essence and you're not aligned with, like, <laughs> just stop all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> again, exactly. that perfectionist persona. And just let me yeah. just stop for a moment and just allow it. And then it loses its power. And then I can go, oh, what's important to me here? And uh, that stuff for me is like, Yep. Mind yes. mind exploding kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, and it it's makes it more beautiful. fun too. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing, it's the only way to be real because we're going to have mm-hmm. those thoughts. We're we're wired. Uh there's a negativity bias in our brain, right? It's part of our evolution and part of how we got to be here. It's great. I'm glad. I'm glad that I can look out for danger. Right. I'm glad. I'm glad I have that. Uh, unfortunately, it works against us a lot because we have a lot of negative thoughts that if we don't actually presence them, 
can take mm-hmm. over. So what you described, which is so gorgeous, is, oh, I notice that I'm criticizing myself. I notice that I'm having that thought. And, or maybe you even skipped that part and you said, oh, well, I'm, I'm welcoming this part of myself. And that's what I was going to say is it's so beautiful to be able to welcome all these parts. I want to welcome the be, the be nice and look at like, well, what's at the core of my be nice is actually a, a really loving, compassionate, kind person. I don't want that to go away. That is yeah. true to my nature. What I want to do is be real with it. I want to be uh-huh. able to, to say something that my be nice persona thinks is mean, but actually is just the truth. It's just my truth in the moment. So yeah, so it's so beautiful to be able mm. to befriend and to see the beauty at the core. I just don't want those parts of me to grab the wheel and drive. I, mm. I want those parts of me to, uh, when they appear for me to recognize, like you said, the body signals. Sometimes it could be a real heaviness, like a, oh, and I notice mm. that, you know, that's a time where I'm really afraid of something that I want to create. And I suddenly have this like, oh, kind of collapse going on inside. And so how do I notice that? You know, my, my, I, I literally will feel in my body just a, like a draining of energy and being able to presence that like, oh, I feel the draining of my energy. Check in. Did I get enough sleep? Have I had enough water? Let me look at all these things. Yeah. All these things are checked. Oh, that's right. I had that fantastic idea drop in during my meditation. It came out of nowhere and I scared myself. I scared myself that Mm. uh, I don't know how to do that. So I had that. So there's so many ways that our body intelligence can help us when we're, when we're paying attention to or giving attention to it. And like you said, not in a perfect, not letting the perfectionist do it, but actually just opening. So for me, it's about opening the door and saying, I am committing to being real. And then I let the experiences come in that help me align with that. And, and, and that does include some challenges that'll come in like, Oh, you, you want to be real? Let's try this, throw in something that's really challenging. And what I notice is that those moments are really the, the, it's the design for the rest of my life. Like for me, what had to happen was for me to have the relationship I have now a beautiful, conscious, loving relationship, I had to let go of the part of me that thought I was too much, too loud, um, that I didn't focus on anything. I wanted everything and I wasn't, I had to let go of those parts of myself and, and love those parts of myself and say, you know what? I'm a, and this is what I declared. And this was my manifestation statement. I said, I'm going to find a partner who not only isn't scared from my muchness, actually loves it. And, and I said, and so I was like, they're going to love my loud. They're going to love my Jersey, my Italian, my, like all these things, they're going to love it. And, and I got really clear in myself and then I let go of it. And, and then that's what came in. It was, it was me who, this is the thing about integrity is once I got to know what is real for me, right? So being real I have a lot of passion and I want to be able to show that passion. I don't want to hide that part of myself. So I had to own that part of myself and let that part of myself come through. And that can be really scary. That can be like super scary mm. to me. 
Interesting. Okay, so I want to I want to walk through a little pretend scenario and then I want to okay. hear about what you do, how you help people. So, hmm. so the first scenario because you know what I do is I, you know, I have a team and we help women to lose weight in a joyous way. I know mm. and it's it's so controversial, you know, it's like how can you lose weight in a joyous way? Like just how does that even work? It's impossible. But but I mean listening to this conversation, I think that people will realize it is possible because if you're aligned with yourself and you accept the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful and you and you allow it to occur, then that makes it more joyous. But anyway, mm-hmm. what happens? Let's say we have somebody who is Their big challenge, say they're happy in their work for the most part, happy in relationship, but the big challenge is feeling resentful of other people who can eat, supposedly eat whatever they want and not gain weight. And so Uh, this person, you know, she feels like, oh, she can't eat like her friends. She's always has to restrict. And so there's a lot of resentment and jealousy and then a relationship with food that's like adversarial right? Like, mm. like there's good food and bad food. I don't know if this is tough for you. I don't, maybe I'm just putting this crazy challenge, but how do you think that it's just a hypothetical person? Yeah. How do you think it. that that person is out of alignment with herself? I mean, what would be some ah. ideas? Well, the very first thing that popped up without thinking about it, and so I'll trust it, is this person hasn't been willing to be with some feelings. So there's something mm that they haven't been willing to, to feel. There's some feelings. So the first thought I would have is, like I talked about breathing before, so I would want to invite this person to learn how to breathe and be with feelings. And that would be the first thing. And how they're out of alignment is that they're becoming, well, they're seeing food as their enemy or they're seeing mm-hmm. others as an enemy. So I would say to come into alignment and see that life is is for me and never against. So if life is for me, then all of this is an opportunity. So hmm, what do I really want about all of this? Well, I really want to have, I want to be able to eat whatever I want. Okay. Is that really true? Do you really want to eat whatever you want? Or is it that you want to feel satisfied and you want to have a joyful relationship with food? So that would be maybe the difference between a persona relationship with food and an essence relationship with food. And, mm. and so anyway, those are a few different things that I think about. Those are great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love yeah. that because the, 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 it feels like uh, coming from a place of scarcity, right? Like if, yes. if I, I want to eat, I want to eat whatever I want. It's like, well, if you could really eat whatever you wanted, you probably would not eat as much as you thought you wanted to eat. So it's interesting. It's coming from that place of lack and scarcity and fear. If you have this more expansive relationship with food, then you realize, hey, there there are a lot of things that I want to eat that are super nutritious and nourishing for my body. And I, yeah. I enjoy eating them. So yeah, that's that's great. I love that. So that's just an example of being out of alignment. And and thank mm-hmm. you for that. And yeah. Michelle, I could just talk to you all day. No, this we could do this for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I always think of Joe Rogan because he had, Joe Rogan has like three hour podcast interviews with people. So <laughs> we're not going to do yeah. that. But um, I love your presence and that that part of you that that nice girl is shining through in, in the best way of your essence of the caring and compassion and and your voice is very soothing too for me. Mm. Tell me about what you do for your work. I'm I'm assuming that you incorporate these practices in your professional life. Yes, I do. Yeah, I it's my greatest joy. It's really why I'm here. So for me, it's about living in aliveness, right? To to have a life where I am actually living my full aliveness. So mm. I am a coach. I'm a life coach. I coach individuals. I have women's groups where I support women because I really enjoy that. And mm. I'm a relationship coach uh, with my husband and we work couple to couple with couples. And for me, oh. my greatest joy is to inspire others to enjoy what I have found works for coming into alignment and learning how it's the thing is like, I've made some of those integrity moves that are really difficult in my life. And I see when they come up for my clients that I'm able to share a little bit of, well, this is what happened for me. And this, these were the possibilities that I opened up and this is what I found. And so there's, there's something about walking the walk, right. And yeah, practicing and actually being who, I guess that's what it is. Is like, I can think of coaching as this thing I do as a profession, but it's really my nature meeting with someone else's nature and, and just enjoying like, I could do it forever. Like our conversation here, it's my greatest joy is to share Mm. these tools, consciousness tools and, uh, and to know it's really how we'll create a world, a world that works for everyone is if we're each Mm. actually in alignment with ourselves, it becomes easy. And so if I can yeah. be one of those sparks to that, I want to be one of them. We're going to, we need a lot, a lot, a lot of people doing that. And uh, yeah. so, yeah, so that's what I do. And, and I have other roles that I play, but in terms of how I, how I do my, uh, this kind of work, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, that's, that's very interesting. So couple to couple, and um, mm. I'm sure that you and Dean, right? Is, yeah. is his name? Yeah. You yeah. and Dean are just the perfect couple and you sit there and you go, well, if you want to be like us, you have to do this. No, I'm totally joking. Um, yeah. That was a big yeah. time joke because obviously, you know, that's, that's not, but I, I, I actually, that was totally a joke. But what I was thinking actually was this, uh, you know, if, if you're aligned with yourself, and de- you know your husband or your partner is aligned with himself, then yeah. you can co-create as a couple, and and together you can live this more conscious life. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. and that's the, the being real part is because I agree with you of what you said about. I mean, when you made the joke, I knew it was a joke, and it's. But unfortunately, I think that's what people think they have to do yes. in order to be an inspiration to others. And the truth is that none right. of that is real. If somebody's acting like they're perfect all the time, it's not real. So there's nothing good there. There's nothing to to feel into. And so, yeah, yeah the truth is being in alignment, it's, it's contagious, right? As in presence is contagious, mm-hmm. just like negative energy can be. Yeah, presence is really welcoming. And, and it's, uh, it's definitely, I notice that 
one person, one person bringing deep presence into a space has a, an incredible effect on a room. And so I, I want to be one of those people. And you are certainly one of those people walking the earth. And I so appreciate you and the work that you're doing, especially to do with empowering. Is it women or is it, um, is your, is your work women. focused on women? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, this podcast is all the guests are women. And mm-hmm. I think all of the listeners are probably women too. There may be a right. couple of guys in there. My, my husband listens sometimes. Um, but uh, it is the, the goal is really to empower women in our health. And all yeah. everything that we just talked about is so important for our health. There's no, as you know, I said to you earlier, there's really no, in my mind, there's no distinction between nourishing my body with good food or nourishing my body with sunlight in the morning or nourishing my body with my loving attention and presence. Yes, it's, it's, it's all one and the same. And, and when we are in that integrity alignment, it feels, I think the entire nervous system just calms <sighs> down. I do have, at least for myself, I have a theory, which is not perhaps super scientific, but I know for myself, because I'm always in that like adrenaline kind of quick, let's go, let's go zone, or I, that's, that's what I have been for a long time. That now that I'm more calm and, and, and at an, at my essence pace and, and focusing on my breath and my body, I can actually feel my nervous system. I can feel it relaxing, almost Mm. like, you know, you have a drink, you take a head Mm -hmm. of a joint, you take, you know, some ashwagandha or whatever we can do exogenously to calm our nervous system, but yeah. there's no drug, no pill that's going to compete mm-hmm. with that real true calming is the word that's coming to mind, but I think it's yeah. bigger than that. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I was thinking presence and, but presence, I, yeah. yeah, there maybe aren't words to describe that ultimate alignment. And maybe that's, that's what's true is that it's yeah. beyond what we're in our everyday life, what we're, what we think is possible. So we're, we're dreaming up a, a, a way of being as human beings where we really are. Uh, one of the things that we talk about, Dean and I, is whole body vitality. And so it's, it includes the emotional and the, um, all of it that you just described. Yeah. So I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on this yeah, journey. That's great. That's awesome. Yes. Okay. So this was wonderful. I really, really enjoyed it. Thank you so much, Michelle, for taking time out of your day to, to be here with me. Well, thank you. It is my great pleasure. And I had so much fun. Thank you so much. Yeah, me too. Well, thank you so much for listening to that episode. Wasn't it awesome? I told you it was going to be awesome. Oh man, Michelle is just incredible. And we co-created something amazing. So if you would like to learn more about Michelle and live in her world for a little while, uh, you can check out her website, which is michelleanddean.com. That's Michelle with one L michelleanddean.com and that will be in the show notes so you can check it out and they also have an Instagram that we'll put the link to in the show notes as well so Michelle and Dean do couples coaching they're both Big Leap coaches which is a certified uh, coaching program that they have gone through and received from the Hendricks Institute 
they just have a lot of great stuff. They do group stuff and, and uh, couple stuff. So check out their website. They have some cool videos there and other podcast interviews. If you are looking for more juiciness, please go to our website, which is winweightloss.com. That's W-Y-N weightloss.com. And if you go to forward slash blog, you'll see tons of articles and stuff there for more information and inspiration to inspire you to feel empowered in your health. That is the goal of this podcast. So I think that this episode really, really embodied that mission and that passion that, that I have and that Michelle has too. So thank you for listening. Thank you.